The opinions expressed on That's a Foul do not reflect the view of any organization to which the host or guest are affiliated or employed. Welcome to That's a Foul, a podcast for referees, fans, and leaders. In today's show, we've got Sam Meisner in studio. It's early morning in sunny Cincinnati, Ohio, and Sam was kind enough to jump out of a project to come and talk with us today. This episode is heavy on leadership philosophy and lessons learned from water polo. Sam, true to form, heaps praise upon those around him. And like I said in the last episode's closing, he's a family man through and through. Great conversation with one of the good guys coming right at you. Sports are an integral part of my life, specifically officiating. I've met a lot of interesting people on deck and on the sidelines. From referees to evaluators coaches to administrators and players to fans each one has a story to tell and that's a foul podcast is the place to tell it. each episode we'll dive into personal and professional lives to see what they can share to make us all a little better tomorrow i'm chad packer and this is that's a foul super excited to have sam meisner in studio sam how we looking Hey, good. Thanks for having me. Uh, I noticed you you pulled up in your in your truck. You're working on a patio. We we're talking about before the show began. Yeah, I'm the only person in the world that uses a, a Lexus RX 300 <laughs> to tow a trailer on a regular basis. It's fantastic. But thank you for calling it a truck. That's great. Yeah. <laughs> so you've been out, you, you've been doing that in the summer. Yeah, yeah. It, there's a little bit of overlap with school, so it's not just summer. But yeah, I I mow lawns and then. Do some odd jobs here and there. So you stay, I mean, you really do stay super busy. Yeah. Yeah, I do. I mean, I, I tried to cut, like tone it down a little bit this year. Um, I only had like, I had like seven lawns last summer and I was just too busy. Mm-hmm. So I cut it down to five. It's one of those things that for people who are trying to like make money, like you could, you can make this huge. But for me, I'm like, I just want a little bit of side cash, you know, not trying to stay super busy, but then I just find ways to fill my time. So, but like in the fall, you're you're refing polo. Yeah. Mm-hmm. In the winter, coaching. Yeah. In the spring. Yeah. You got the lawn thing. <laughs> Summer, you got the lawn thing, and yeah. you're coaching swimming again. Right. So you're just where where does that come from? This 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 work ethic to be to be busy. I don't know. It's probably not healthy though. <laughs> and. Uh, inability to say no to things probably is where that comes from. But I like staying busy. I I think most of my jobs, most of the things that I do is with people, um, teaching and coaching, you know? And so for the lawn, the lawn thing is nice because it's, it's just me kind of get to turn my brain off. It is almost, it's like a decompression thing for me on stressful days, you know, that I just, I'm just going to go jump on the mower and not have to worry about anything. So there's a little bit of balance there, but yeah, I don't know where it comes from. What kind of equipment do you have? Uh, it's called a world lawn. It's a stand behind oh, yeah. 48 inch, uh-huh. you know, is it pistol grip? Is that what you're doing there? Yeah, it's yeah. Right. So when you, it's like each side's a break. Yeah. So it's always going and then yeah. you break one you side break, and, and yeah, turns, that's how you so turn them zero turn. And then when it starts going inside, you grab on it. <laughs> Spinning, <laughs> just let go, just let go, just jump off. Yeah. Do you have a Velky? Like, do you the thing you jump on and yep, ride behind? Yep. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. And then That's you get nice. your. What do you listen to when you're? Or you just listen to nature? 
No, I've got my my ear protection is uh, also Bluetooth to my mm-hmm. phone. I I don't even have like a go to like uh, most recently was Zach Brown Band Radio. So like the radio is nice because then I get I get different songs I've never heard. Yeah, but it might be Taylor Swift one day. I genuinely like Taylor Swift. Good for you. It might be Dave Matthews another day. Like, might be Red Hot Chili. I guess I have a '90s. So I guess it's '90s rock is my default. But, okay. Yeah. So '90s rock. I I listen to a yacht rock, which is like '80s. Okay. You know, because we're yeah. I mean we're about we're about what twenty years apart, fifteen years yeah. apart. I'm forty six. You're twenty eight. You said. You're you're how old? Forty six. Forty five. How old am I? I'm I turned forty six this year. Yeah, I'm about to turn twenty eight, so Almost I finally finally cut the hair. Did you see that? I see. It was yeah. just time, bro. It looks good. I mean, it was fading right I here. I just got mine cut too. It was the it was like around my ears. It was oh, horrible. Outstanding. <laughs> coronavirus cut, huh? <laughs> the coronavirus. Or lack cut. of yeah. what does Lewin's hair look like? Lewin's your He son. just got a haircut too, yep. Yeah. Um uh, he's uh his hair grows like crazy. He's he's got that that gene from me. Uh, my wife was bald until she was like two and a half. Okay. And I was born with like a full set of hair and Lewin's definitely that side. Nice. Um, What's he, he up to now? Just, you know, run around and scraping his knees up and crying about scraped knees and <laughs> learning how to like climb things. But he's not quite like there. Like he's a pretty good climber, but it's enough to like make you nervous. Yeah. Like in in a year he'll be able to climb up and down the stairs and I won't have to think about it. Yeah. But now it's like he's really good at climbing. Oh no. Yeah. So uh but he's doing good. Congratulations on Maddie graduating, by the way. Hey, thanks. Yeah, it was it That's was a, big a deal. It was great. It was a great ceremony. Uh they they did a really good job. Beautiful weather. My God, beautiful weather. I couldn't ask for any better. And you know, it's funny, you just see her and you, all along, you are telling yourself, "Ah, come on, it's just a ceremony. I don't even remember anything about my graduation." But then you see the joy in your own child, yeah. and you're like, "You know, she threw it when she, you know, moved the tassel over from right to left, and she threw it up in the air and cheered." You know, and you're just like, just the, just to see the pure joy there was, yeah, something else. All right, as we get into quarter two, we're going to talk with Sam about his leadership philosophy and how water polo refereeing has impacted that. So how is the the leadership thing going with Kings, with your... KEA? Yeah. Kings Education Association. It's mm-hmm. been good. Um, in terms of a first year of being union president, we are we have now failed two bond um, issues, and we're in negotiations, and there's this global pandemic. I don't know if you heard about it. <laughs> So in terms of like being thrown into the deep end, um, it's been very chaotic, but it's been good. I mean, I feel like I've learned a lot about leadership and what type of leader I want to be. And, you know, you get when, when you're sitting across the table from superintendents and people that a year ago, I never really had much interaction with and kind of looked at them as like, Oh, they're, Mm -hmm. they're the, the head honcho, you know, like, um, and now I'm negotiating and not just like within our contract, like negotiating a lot of different things. Sure. Now, now they're called, Hey, uh, can you call me back? You know, call me when you get a second is on a regular basis. So yeah. it's weird being at the same table with these people that a year ago I kind of looked up at like, Oh man, those, those people, it's just, it's weird. Every once in a while I'll step back and I'll kind of look at it like, what the, I'm just Sam Meister. What do you care? What I, <laughs> When you're the superintendent of this pretty big school district, like what are you what are you texting me for? Like, 
what do I have to offer? Right. And um, so it's, you know, I, I, I want to make sure that I, I remain, I, I, keep, I have a sense of, you know, humility, but also I don't want to pass up a chance to say, no, this is, you know, the teacher voice is important here and I'm going to push back when it's appropriate to push back. Nice. But again, it's, I feel like I, I could see myself getting lost in that and then starting to have this air about me. And so, I don't know, trying to stay humble and also trying to, you know, advocate for things when they're appropriate. And mm-hmm. so I think the most important thing that I've learned in the last year is uh, the importance of having a good team around you. I mean, like I was saying with, with Linnea in my personal life, but the number of people that I depend on is, is huge. So you, know, you can't do it by yourself. So you got to surround yourself with good people and then, then you've got to listen to them mm-hmm. and, you know, take their advice and give them a voice and give them a decision-making, an opportunity to be a part of the decision-making. So, and I see that with swimming too. Like I've got assistant coaches that really, you know, one of my assistant coaches is he coached at UC, you know, for 10 years. Like he's way more on paper, way more qualified than I am, but I, you know, technically he's my assistant coach. And so I feel like my view of leadership has changed from I'm the one in charge and I'm making the decisions to, okay, I'm, I'm the one that's technically steering the ship and I'm not going to shy away from making those hard decisions when, when I need to, but man, I need good people around me and uh, I'm okay not being the smartest person in the room. I want to surround myself with people who are smarter than me. Ah, it's good but, stuff. Yeah. How has refereeing influenced your leadership or how has your leadership influenced your referee? That's a good question. I think that one, some of the best advice I got, and I'm sure it was you who told me when I first started refereeing, was that you don't want to be the center of attention. Like you're the referee. If people are paying attention to the referee, it's probably not a good game. Hmm. There's probably a reason. Most people aren't thinking, "What a fantastic call, man! He had great patience on that on that call." <laughs> Well done, referee. When we have when the attention's on us, it's winner. Man, he he blew that one. Gosh, he's really inserting himself when he really should just let the just let him play. You know what I mean? Right. And so I think the the best games are the ones that that the attention's not on me. So I guess going back to your question, leaders. I think what I've learned about leadership is not necessarily always being the guy in front who's got all the attention. Sometimes it's choosing what you want the attention to be on and then working really hard to make sure it stays there. If that that's a little, yeah. maybe that's a little philosophical, but no. but I do think that like my goal as a referee is to keep the attention of the game on the players mm-hmm. and on the game itself, mm-hmm. not on myself. My goal for the King's education association is to be active members of the community and to advocate for the teaching profession if people start paying attention to Sam Meisner, that's that's not where I want the attention. I want the sure. attention to be, no, 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 I, I'll steer the ship and I'll step in when we need to step in, but come with me, let's go canvas for this levy. Come with me, let's write a letter to the senators who are voting on, on a huge uh, legislative package to fund, um, to fill the gap in funding for, you know what I mean? So not necessarily being the guy who's got all the attention, but being the guy who's directing the attention. 
All right, getting into quarter three, we're going to explore Sam's work-life balance and talk a little bit about uh, the things that he's most proud of with his referee. And we talk about how busy you were, and now that you have your son and you know, you're starting to mature and you're teaching a little bit, you don't have to quite go, go, go as much. Right. Um, I mean, is that how, how are you with your work-life balance right now? Uh, the last couple of days have not been good uh, just because I'm trying to finish up this patio. And so I've been home, I've been away kind of a lot and uh, was expecting to finish it up a couple of days ago. So, but um, most days are okay. Like, you know, talk about mowing lawns, but you know, that's three hours. I can get them all done in about three and a half hours. So I, uh, Lewin has a nap from usually like one thirty to three thirty or four. So that's when I go cut grass. And, okay. So like, I don't know. And with honestly, with school being shut down, it was, I was still working a lot, but it was awesome. I got to be at home and you know, 11 AM, I got done catching up on email. So I went, we went on a walk. Like I've spent more time with my family. Mm-hmm. I mean, everybody has, mm-hmm. and that's been, that's been good. But, um, I guess with the work-life balance, I, I depend on my wife a lot to help. I'm going to say reel me back, but it's, it's not the relationship like, Oh, my ball and chain. Uh, Hey honey, can I go do this please? Like, that's not, it's not like that. It's like yesterday or no sun Sunday. Um, we had a family cookout and I was not at a good stopping point with Mm. this patio. And I called her and I was like, man, I'm just having a hard time. Like, do I, do I show up an hour late to the family cookout and get to where I want to get with this patio? Or do I, and I was genuinely like, I need you to mm-hmm. help me. And she was like, just pack up and come to the, come to the, the cookout. And later on, I was like, man, I'm really glad she said that because I'm still not done. I mean, it's Tuesday now. I'm still not done with this thing. I need, but I needed her to be like, here's some perspective. How many times do we have a family cookout? You're still going to be working on this patio in two days. Come on. So mm-hmm. I feel like I, I don't know. We, we have a good a good marriage where she can, she lets me do a lot, but she's good at giving me perspective and stuff too. So, you know, one of the things I admire from afar about you and even some, some of the others, but especially you, you know, a younger guy is you, you seem to have a really good balance of, I can do that. I can't do that. Whereas sometimes I struggle with, you know, you get these opportunities to ref and uh, I was talking to Paul split and he, he called it FOMO, fear of missing out. Right. Like you're afraid, if I don't do that tournament, is this the only time I'm going to get to do it? Right. And if I don't go... I appreciate the compliment. I don't feel like I have a, a great handle on it. It's something that... I mean, at some point, I I, have, I had to make a decision. Like, I want to I wanna ref. So if that's what I want to do, we're, I've only got one pie piece, or one piece of the pie. Mm-hmm. So if that's going to take this much, where am I going to give it up? other places. So I think the realization that I've got one pie, one, you know, with my time, how I divvy it up. And if one place, if, if, you know, if one place takes more then it's got to give somewhere else. And like, that's part of the reason why I went down, went down to, you know, only five lawns this, this year instead of seven last year, because I was like, well, I want to spend more time with my family. Well, that's, if I want the family pie to take up bigger, it's got to give somewhere. So from my perspective, you're very happy being a really good ref in Ohio. Yeah. You're very happy being someone who takes advantage of opportunities to go do ODP and you know, out in California and take advantage of opportunities when it fits into your schedule. But when it's time to c- 
come home for the family cookout, even though you're close to getting to a stopping point right. on the thing, you're you're okay coming home. Yeah, you know, and you're not you're not bitter about it. You're not. I don't know. I don't want you to take that as a no. As a, I, as I a appreciate knock. it. It's, yeah, it's really, no, I never really thought about. Yeah, I don't think I have FOMO. I guess I never really thought about that. Mm-hmm. Well, I hope I didn't put it in your head. <laughs> No. <laughs> now I'm like, well, now, now you're oh, missing wait, out. you don't even know where you're I'm missing stuff. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, and honestly, what drives me a lot too is not wanting to let people down. Mm. And so it's been helpful for me to have, you know, conversations with you. I, I, I specifically remember one at Milford, um, just in between quarters where you asked, what do you want out of this? And I was like, this is the time just to be honest with him and say, I'm not necessarily looking to be the next Olympic referee. I don't know if I've got that in me anyways, but, and, uh, I remember you being really receptive and saying, that's okay. That's like, thanks for telling me now I know. Mm-hmm. And me feeling like, oh, okay. Like I takes off the pressure of saying, I have to say yes to every single thing. So if your mom or dad saw you on deck, what would they be most proud of? Which is to say a loved one. It could be Linnea, you know, it could yeah. be Lewin down the road when he's watching what, what do you think they would be most proud of when they see you on deck refereeing? Um, it depends on which loved one. Uh, if it was my mom, she would be most impressed when a kid gets smacked in the head really hard with the ball and you kind of stop and you pull the ball out and you go, you walk over and mm-hmm. you know, check to make sure he doesn't have a concussion. That's the part that my mom and my wife, really, Linnea, would be like, oh, man, he just cares about these kids. Yeah. <laughs> uh, my dad would would probably say when I when I exclude a guy, that's probably the part that he would like be most proud of. Yeah, get him, kick him out. <laughs> that's, that's a kick out. Dad. That's a kick out. <laughs> Great call, Rob. That's my dad. Nice. So, what are you most proud of when you're when you're on deck? I mean, it's I'm gonna uh, it, yeah. absent humility. I mean, what are you what are you most proud of? Um, maybe it's where you've been or what you've done or the risk you've taken or whatever, like just uh, kind of asking you to encapsulate it. But what are you, what are you most proud of? Um, that's a good question. I think I'm starting, I mean, I, this, I guess I've been doing Ohio water polo for, for three years now going on four years. And I think I'm starting to gain a reputation of somebody that kids are excited when they see that I'm on their games. Um, that that I'm proud of that. Like I want to be, I want to be a referee that the kids are like, oh, okay, it's Sam and it's Sam and Chad. Okay, we're in good shape. We're in good hands. Mm-hmm. Not that I'm like looking at looking for them to say that, but I I want to have that reputation that's like, okay, we can rest easy knowing that I can focus on the game and not have to worry about am I going to get you know kicked out when I'm not supposed to get kicked out or sure you know sure nice. Fourth quarter is the rapid fire questions. Did I tell you about those? Uh huh. Yeah. Okay, but yeah, they haven't on. they they haven't been supplied to you. No. Okay. Yes. Just making sure, right? All contestants are eligible. <laughs> all right. Uh, they're gonna jump all You're over the place. You're asking me all all of them. You're gonna ask me a bunch of questions. Yeah, it's okay. probably more rapid than ten. Fire, that would make sense. But less right. than twenty. And I have to answer fast. Is this the game? You can be thoughtful. Okay. All right. It's up to you. <laughs> What's your favorite? Are you ready? Yeah, I'm ready. 
What's your favorite referee shirt that you own? Oh, the navy uh, blue one that I got out at USA ODP because it's just really soft. <laughs> and it good. fits me good. It'll look good in it. <laughs> Feels good on the skin. That navy really contrasts with the white. I like it. I wish, you know what, I I know it'll never happen, but I really wish we would, that would be the, the default uniform. I hate the all whites. We can make that we a can thing. That out. You just ordered a steak. How would you like that cook, sir? Uh, depends on where it's at. If this is a nice restaurant, then medium rare. I'm not going to be offensive and order it, you know, well or anything. Nice. But if it's if it's like Outback, I don't feel pressure to get it medium rare. I feel like I can do medium. Okay. It's got to be a good steak if it's going to be rare. Nice. What kind of candy do the Meisners hand out for Halloween? Uh, probably just the variety bag, mm-hmm. whatever is on sale, you know. Mm-hmm. Favorite ride at Kings Island? Banshee. Front seat. If I can, yeah. Oh, yeah. My wife doesn't like uh, roller coasters. So when we go to Kings Island, she'll be like, you need to ride one. She'll, I'll go by myself. And if you're by yourself, it's a little pathetic. But you also get really good. You can kind of like fill in, you know, right. and jump the line. There have been times I rode Banshee like three or four times. and be like, well, this is a four-person row, and there's only three people in the next group. So I guess I'll just stay on. Yeah. Dairy Queen Blizzard. What's your go-to? Butterfinger. Mm. Any other mix-ins? No, just Butterfinger. Straight up. Yep, straight up. <laughs> Toughest concept to teach your math students. You teach computer and engineering too now, right? Yep, computer science and engineering, yeah. Um, toughest concept is probably um, proofs with uh, proving right triangles. I don't know why, but... Pythagorean theorem, man. Yeah, man. Favorite place to hike in Cincinnati? There's a park right by our house, and so we don't even have to get in the car. We just walk to this park called Carter Park. But it... Uh, it overlooks the little Miami river and there's a couple like kind of S turns in the river. It's gorgeous. And uh, it's a great hike and it's really close. Nice. Worst habit you have. Um, talking about myself, like turning the conversation. Oh, okay. It's a Meisner thing too. In fact, since I've been married, I've noticed <laughs> how bad all my siblings are at it. It's one of those things that when you grow up, you don't notice it. But you could be talking, and I'd be like, let me tell you about how that applies to my life. (laughs) And I still do it, and I have to be like, now just shut up and ask them a question about their life. Trying to pivot back. That's good. If you could choose a superpower, what would it be? Uh, Flying. Huh. Why? I think flying's awesome. I love planes. It's just cool. Kid places faster. Yeah. Freedom. Freedom of, like, just going anywhere you want. Yeah. Yeah, be sweet. Final question. If you can have dinner with one person in history, whom would you choose? Oh, that's a good question. Um probably one of the one of the guys from the Bible, like uh, like Peter. One of one of Jesus' disciples. Especially Peter, because he's kind of such a screw up that uh, it'd be fun to like what were you thinking, dude? <laughs> But he's also, you know, I mean, obviously it's, it's Peter. So I'm, you know, but yeah, that'd be cool. Simon Peter, man, that's a, that's a great answer. I I don't know that I expected that. That's, that's pretty cool. Well, Hey man, I appreciate you taking time to come over today. I said this, uh, on the last outro, I think of the last episode, but yeah, I'm like, I, 
you're definitely one of the. Da- I I really go through some serious sadness and withdrawal when water polo is over because we spend yeah. so much time together and we, we meaning all of us referees, you know, uh, referees enjoy being around other referees. Yep. Um. Uh. But yeah, you're definitely one of the dudes that I miss seeing the most because just because I think you're a I think you're a fun guy. I really admire you, family man. I really admire what you do and. I appreciate yeah, I was it. nowhere near as successful as you are at 28. So no, thanks, um, man. I appreciate. It. I miss. I miss you too. Uh, I get the same kind of feelings of withdrawal. So yeah, I appreciate everything you've done for uh, me personally as a referee. Um, this is appropriate context to say that, but um, you know, you were the guy that I called when I thought, man, I want to get into this. But you've been the guy ever since that has grown me and uh, sacrificed a lot so it'd give me more opportunities, and I really appreciate it. Well, yeah. Thanks. Yeah, I'm glad we get together. You know, as always, we just hey, we should we should get together. Yeah, you know, right. <laughs> that, and that's the nice thing about water polo is it yep. it is the vehicle to get together. That's why my yeah. dad probably did bowling nights and yep. And my mom did garden club and because if you don't, it's always yeah, I'll catch up with you tomorrow. Yep. All right, Sam. Appreciate you. Well, that went just as I expected. After Sam left today, I kicked myself for not getting into more of his life growing up. I'm sure you can tell he's easy to like and one of the people I admire most in my life. I'm so thankful that he joined us today, and I'm even more thankful he's a friend. Next week's conversation is with USA Water Polo's National Referee Manager, LaVon Dermengian. LaVon is one of the most well-liked people in our sport and highly respected as a referee. We'll dive into refereeing philosophy how he has risen in the ranks, and hopefully hear a few stories about his time on deck. I'm looking forward to catching up. Until then, y'all, be good to the refs. Shout out to our friend and fellow referee Adam Carroll for That's a Foul theme music. If you like what you heard today, tell a friend where to find us and follow us on your podcast service. As always... You can find show notes and other topics covered on today's show on our website, tafpodcast.com.